All right, you are going to be blown away by the wisdom of this show. And wisdom is often associated to age. And yeah, that's not the case here. Today's guest is 15. She is officially the youngest uh, non-adult person voice uh, connection that we have ever made on the Fit and Faith podcast. And I am honored to just share and broadcast her message of purpose, her message of light, and ultimately where it was stemmed from, which is a place of suicide, a place of ideation, a place of isolation. And what is wild about that is in my world, I have seen this so many times and very connected in many ways because I went through this story. I went through this expression. I went through this conversation in my own mind when I was 29 with kids. And so to think through it could happen such a young age. And I know that social media is a part of it. And she talks through some of those other areas that affects her culture and affected her identity. And I'm just so grateful that there is a young voice like this that can speak into the life of our children. And honestly, maybe you, maybe you're the person that is in a place of isolation or a place of suicide ideation. Your life matters. Your very existence is an honoring breath to God himself who breathed life into you. So please know you're not alone. Please know that you are not uh, in a state of, of loss, but instead you have every opportunity to gain. And so flipping the mind, flipping the light on, understanding that there are people who love you, who will call life out into you, and that you can do that through so many tactics that Shannon actually shared today. And as a mom, oh man, there are moments of revelation and there are also that moments of conviction of I can do better and I and I want to do better for the youth that are in my life that I'm connected to that I love so dearly. So you have to get on to her YouTube, her Instagram. Um, she has an incredible video that we watched towards the end. So you're going to hear the soundtrack of this idea. It's called The Outcast and it's really her story and it's truly impactful especially the visual. So if you're not listening on one of our locations where you can see this, whether it's social media, Facebook or YouTube or LinkedIn, I really encourage you to go check her out, check out this video or go see the lives. We appreciate you. We are so grateful. And I hope that you tag Shannon Monet and myself, Tamara Andress at all the places when you show up and leave a review. We're excited to hear what your thoughts are on this show. Appreciate you, Shannon. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Fit and Faith Podcast. FIT is an acronym representing founders, innovators, and trailblazers who are looking to live a life wholly, fully, authentically, and truly fit. A space for us to connect on the raw, real stories of mind, body, and soul alignment of entrepreneurs and kingdom leaders. I'm your host, Tamara Andress, and this podcast isn't like the cookie-cutter interview experience. I've been coined the entrepreneurial rabbi, and so we do go there, unscripted. No matter how far, wide, deep, or high the there is, my desire is to see people rise from the inside out into their greatest calling by sharing their truest stories, talents, and tips. As a purpose activator and brand builder, I believe our successes and failures are derived from who and whose we are, not what we do. But strategy and vision are equally as important to the mission. So let's cut to the chase together and get fit in faith. Shannon. Hello. How are you? 
I realized that we were sitting there and I was so excited to share your YouTube video that I thought I was sharing it and I wasn't. (laughs) And I was like, why is she quiet? (laughs) Well, you looked very composed. So for those who are listening to the podcast, you didn't know that there was just an air of silence since the intro, but those who are on live with us, Hi, we are not mannequins. We do exist. We're so excited to have you here. And I am so thrilled to introduce today's guest on the Fit and Faith podcast. What is so cool about this, y'all, is you can't see her if you're not watching live. I hope that you do come to our YouTube channels, come to our Instagrams, do all the things, but recognize that this is a useful, because she's 15, beauty that is just a voice for the next generation. And honestly, I don't think it's just for the next generation or your generation. I think it's for such a time as this, which actually propels everyone, because this is a conversation that we're going to have today that affects so many and generation age is not a component of it. So Shannon, thank you for being here. And thank you for saying yes to your mission so young. Yes. Thank you for having me. So let's talk about that. What, what is that mission? What is the storyline? Well, I just always wanted to be a light, even as a little kid. I just always want to make someone happy and just always being a voice and effective. And what really drove me to do this was everything I've been through from being bullied and from people just talking about me and then just so many things. But then God took me through so much, but then he showed me that he's with me through everything I faced. And it's just I'm just, my mind is just blown from everything that he's done for me. He's just amazing. He is. He's so good. And I think what people forget is I know when my, when I was 15, I was also learning about God and exploring who he is, but I, and I was also had a mic and was testifying to that, but there was like shadows of situations that were unfolding in my life. There was secret places. There was secret parts of shame uh, that were associated to me. And so talk to us about how do you fully walk in the light and not let culture actually shift and shake who you are as an identity piece? Well, I have three things for that to actually say about that, because it also follows in with your identity as well. So here's what I'm going to say. All right. First of all, stop following everyone around you, what they're doing and being influenced by the world, you know, because instead of following what everyone else is doing, you have to be you and do you and be set apart. And number two, um, remember what God says about you through his word and relying on what God is, who God is. And third, using affirmations. That's number one for me as well, because you're building up your self-esteem. You're declaring things over your life. And even though you may feel weak sometimes, you have to say, I am strong. I am confident. I am successful. You have to keep speaking over yourself in order to build up that self-esteem. And that's how you're able to be a light. That's how you're able to be effective when you start to shift your mindset. That's awesome. And y'all, she's coming right out the gate with some tangible tactics. I hope you guys have a pen and paper out. (laughs) I love the affirmations that you shared because it is, it's so true that out of the heart, our mouth speaks. And sometimes we have to control our mouth and our mindset and understand that the affirmations you might not really believe yet. I am confident. I am strong. And so how do you help people understanding that not just saying the words, but then following suit with them in action in order to make them be true? What do you do in order to parallel the two? Well, at first, I didn't believe it myself. So I just kept speaking it where it become repetitive to me, 
where I was like, okay, I don't believe it right now, but I'm going to keep speaking it over myself until I believe it. Even though it may not look like I'm this yet, I will be because I'm called to it. So you have to really just stay focused on it and really just keep being persistent with it until you believe it. It's good. And and I think that that's almost like the planting of the seed on the fertile soil versus planting the seed on the rock where it actually can't do anything. And so the, the mustard seed of faith allows something beautiful to grow and emerge from that. And when you think about that in association to you're a high schooler uh, and, and do you go into high school on a consistent basis and see like brokenness? Like wh- what is that experience? Like I can't even fathom being in high school connected to social media and all the outlets that you guys have from an access or a almost like that depression component? Well, I'm currently online right now. So, but I'm also able to see like other students like online, like people I'm friends with or who I'm connected with. And it's just, all you see is brokenness all over social media. And then you just see kids following everything, following what they see on social media. And it's really, it messes with your mental, mental state. And all I see like are just kids doing things that are just not right. And, you know, that's why it's just my mission to be a light because I see so much and you see kids taking their lives at a young age because they don't know they're lost. And all they see is, you know, people doing this, they want to be like that and they're affected by it. So, yeah. yeah. And I think that's a really huge conversation piece of this idea that like depression or anxiety or loss of identity can then lead to something so monumental like suicide. Mm-hmm. And it feels like you all are like exposed to it in a way different way than we were exposed to it when we were young. Why do you think that is? Do you think it comes from like movies or music or? Well, music for sure. Definitely. Um, it could be music. It could be even like drugs and different things like that because you're opening up that portal. You're opening up for yourself to be affected by that. Like even just listening to negative songs, watching negative movies, they're all doorways. And even social media as well, that's also a huge doorway for me um, because you're just allowing all that to come inside of you, all the negativity. And don't get me wrong, there is positive positivity in social media, but there's also negative things as well. So kids are being influenced by that. And I think that's what's really leading them to be lost and leading them to suicide. Yeah. It's interesting. There's something called like herd mentality, right? Where if the herd is all going in one direction, it's almost like I'm for some reason I'm imagining Lion King, right? When all the herd was coming, they're all going in one direction. There was no stopping them. Even when the father fell into it, like it didn't matter. They were all going in one direction. And that's where it feels like all the sheep are like running off the cliff right now. Mm -hmm. And now you're being infiltrated to like stand up on that rock and be like, no, like don't go that way. Mm -hmm. How do you utilize your light? How do you utilize your your voice um, in order to help like be that space for people to say and recognize, okay, this is a, this is something different. I've never heard this message before. Maybe it's from a faith lens or maybe it's just from a motivation lens. How are you actually showing up? Well, I do love to do YouTube videos. That's like, I just love making them. And also I do things on Instagram as well, because I just, it's just my, I don't know how to explain it, but I really just enjoy doing it. I do, I make things with graphic design, like different flyers and everything just to draw the youth's attention. And yeah, so I use social media. I love that. 
I love that. And this is like the creative spirit, right? And I think people, they hinder themselves from actually standing in purpose because they feel like, why would I do that? Or what is that actually going to serve? Or who am I actually going to touch? But you have hundreds and hundreds of followers across multiple platforms. And so how do you just continue even not really worried about the likes or the followers? What like motivates you every single day to keep going? God, God, and God. (laughs) Really, the only one who really motivates me to do it. And just with him, I'm able to, to do all things. Because sometimes it can be hard. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm ready to stop. I'm tired. But it's like, no, it's a sacrifice. I opened my mouth. I said yes, because that's all it takes. It's a willingness. So I'm like, okay, I'll do it, God. It's for you. And it's for your people. So I'll go ahead and do it. Oh my gosh. You guys heard that? You heard that out of the mouth of babes, right? The truth is dropped. And it's that knowing that so many times when we're called out of the boat, as Peter was, we just sit there and like, did you really say that? Do I have to go? Is that my only option? And God just like, get up. I already told you what to do. And so understanding purpose and understanding how it's connected to passion and the Lord's work at such a young age feels like I don't know if you realize the gift that it is because I had one of those midlife, I call them a quarter life because I'm not midlife yet. It happened when I was 29 where I was just totally rug swept out from underneath me because the the boulder that God threw my way, I finally had no choice but to respond and to get out of the boat and not stay in a place of comfort. So how can you help other people just through your message to recognize that Sometimes it's the uncomfortable places that God can actually utilize you. And it is against that herd. Like you're going to look different than everybody else. How do you walk in confidence with that? Well, it took me a while, honestly. It took a processing moment because I realized like God allowed me to go through that thing for a reason to be processed. And if I didn't go through it, I wouldn't have been able to be where I am now. So sometimes he puts us through those things in order for us to be built and prepared for what he has for us later on. So you just got to keep fighting and keep going through it because it's for a reason. So I'm like, bring on the trials and tribulations because it'll help me grow. Wow. Come on, you guys, she's doing it. She's preaching from such a young age, but it's not just the fact that it's got to be some holier than now. And I think that that's what a lot of kids who are like, oh, you're a Christian, right? It's almost like there's this bad rap associated to God himself, who is their creator, who is their maker, who is their infiltrator towards purpose and their access to getting out of the crowd. Uh, how do you talk to people who don't know God when you're you're with them? Well, I just like to be uplifting and I like to show love to them. That's how I really show my light to people who aren't Christians. Cause I'm not like always like God, God, I let God shine through me where they're like, okay, what makes you so happy? And what makes you a light? What makes you glow every day? And I'm going to be like, okay, well, it's God. And you want to talk about it? And there you go. I talked to somebody actually about God and they actually end up giving their life, their life to him. So yeah. Come on. That's so amazing. 
that's all it takes to show up. It does. And I love that you, you didn't use this specific word, but you said willingness, which I think is associated to surrender. Like you have to stop worrying what everybody else thinks. You have to stop worrying about the comparison component or what if that person doesn't like me. And I feel like in high school, there's like clicks and like, there's the cool crowd, there's the out crowd, there's, there's all these different clicks of people. Do you feel like you've found like a place to call home with a group of friends who share or partner? Or do you feel really alone in your mission? I actually, I still feel alone, but I have God now. So it's like, okay, I'm good. All I need is God, to be honest, sometimes. But here's the thing. He has placed me in a lonely place, but I'm comfortable with it. Because not a lot of kids understand me mentally. And it's kind of hard to find that group of people. And I just pray that he brings some to me where we're like, like-minded, like where we're able to, you know, strive towards him. But yeah. How proud are your parents? I'm just thinking of my own little girl who's seven <laughs> and how I can't wait till she's 15 and able to jump on a podcast that's heard across the globe to be able to speak God's name. Do they, are they like very devout in their faith? Did they like intrude when you were in that place of isolation and depression to come in and bring life to you? What, what was their role in all of this? Well, my mother, yeah, she's always played a huge role in my life um, just by praying for me and always encouraging me and giving me words of wisdom. Even during that time when she she didn't even know at the time that I was going through all this in school, but just God used her as a way to talk to me as well, giving me words of wisdom. And she didn't even know at the time until I told her after the fact. But it's just amazing. Just having that face to face conversation with a parent is always what you know helps you go through. And since you said that, and I I think it's an interesting place, both from a parent perspective, but also from yourself, was there shame associated towards the the emotions? And that's why you weren't able to talk to her? Because it sounds like she's always been there. She's always been an open door for you about be able to talk. Yes, it was it was shame. And then I also didn't want to tell her because I was I didn't want to put that burden on her, even though I knew she was there for me, even though I knew I could talk to her. I was like, no, I'm not going to share it with her. I'm just going to go through it alone. But she's always been there. I just, I just didn't want to share it with her. And that's what a lot of kids do. They're like, okay, I don't want to share it with my parents. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to bottle it up all inside. And yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's where sometimes that isolation piece, like you feel like there's no one to run to and that's where God can be found, right? Cause he exactly. is in the midst. He's always there. And I think, is there like a specific scripture or was there a specific moment where you recognized that you weren't alone, that there wasn't a void that he was been there and he's been there all along? Well, yes, because it was when I went to commit suicide. It was on July 14th, 2014, I believe. Yes. And then, um, I was like doubting God. I'm like, no, I don't believe in you anymore. Why did you make me like this? Why are you allowing me to go through this? And I was basically just fussing at God, having a tantrum. But he um, gave me like a huge reality check. Like, you know, I'm, I'm. it doesn't matter what they say about you. It doesn't matter what the world thinks about you, but it matters what I think about you. And that's really all that matters. And that's what really uplifted me. And then I also remembered the things that mom, my mom had told me at a young age that built me up for times as this. And um, she just always built me up with inspiring words and also affirmations because that's who I learned it from. And 
that also came back to my mind during that time. And I believe God used that to really get me back up and back together. Wow. Well, I know like our role as a parent is to train them up in the way that they should go so that they will not depart from it. And with my kids being little, I'm constantly thinking like, how can I steward them? And I literally just made a post, not even knowing that we were going to have this conversation, but this morning in my group all around, my husband's gone for the weekend and I'm a solo parent right now. And I'm Mm -hmm. recognizing the vital role that I play in their faith and in the foundation of their access to the Bible and in the sound that's coming into their, their little ears, whether it's worship music in the car, whether it's a TV show that's connected, there's something called Superbook. If you ever look it up on YouTube, it's so good. And so like watching that on the way to school. So it is infusing in them. What are some real world applicable things and tools that they can use when they come into these hard situations? Um, But it's one of those things that as a parent, we're moving so fast that sometimes the ones that we love the most that we want to impart all of those things to the right beneath our nose and we aren't recognizing do you feel like there were certain signs that maybe your mom could have seen that you were just asking for help but or or do you feel like it was so secret it was so secret because i actually did a good job of hiding it i made it seem like school was great i had a lot of friends and everything when it was actually the opposite so i always just did a good job at hiding that and yeah I think for me, uh, as you're like talking and processing towards like, where do you go with this? You've got the graphic design, you've got the YouTube development, you've got the social media. Do you have a bigger vision? Like, what is that to come? I really just want to go into the music industry as well, because music has always had a huge impact in my life. And then also, I just want to go out to the world, to the nations, to speak to multiple youth and even some adults, if they would want to come. But yeah, that's my I goal. love that. Have you ever heard of Gen Y? Gen um, Y? I'm not familiar with the name, but I'll have to check okay. it out. Okay. I have to get you connected to them on social media. Jordan is the creator and founder of this. And they actually take this organization into uh, high schools and, and middle schools. And they have dance and music and sound. And it's almost like a mental health break for the kids to come. They don't look at it that perspective. They think they're just gathering to connect based on other kids in the generation. And while it's faith founded, they don't like same thing. They're not like preaching the gospel, but they're acting out. They're modeling the gospel in love and connectivity and doing it through the things that your generation and my generation love sound, music, dancing, you know, like uh, hip hop is all a part of it and break dancing and strobe lights and all of that. But I think that as you continue to go forth and thinking through what does that mission look like for you and how can I do this in a way that creates momentum, I think really connecting to the graphic design world, connecting to the social media world and letting people know that this can be a freedom and a space of peace and light is so awesome. That's awesome. I love it. I'm excited for the music industry insight. Is that because you like to sing or dance? Or... I love singing and dancing. That's that's my thing. I love it. So cool. I definitely have to get you connected to some people. Do you know Bree Smiles? That sounds very familiar. 
Okay. Well, you got to see her YouTube as well. She's a phenomenal artist and she is uh, just an amazing woman of God that is all up in the music industry breakout right now. And I think that you would really connect with her. So she has a passion for the youth as well. So maybe there's some collaboration opportunity. Okay. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah. Come on. God is so good. I did this, uh, I did this speech at at a conference last year called Embrace Your Ambition, and it was all about getting lit, right? And what I think is so interesting is that we think that the secular world can take control or that from representation, it has taken control of language, of music, of the things that are all created by God. And to know that above all things, he still reigns above all things. He still has control, power and sovereign authority. And so I'm just grateful to be connected to you. And I want everyone else to do the same. So Obviously, they can follow you on Instagram at Shannon Monet. They can follow on YouTube. Where else do you hang out? Do you hang out on like Snapchat and TikTok where everybody else hangs out? I get on TikTok. I have to get a TikTok account. Ah, okay. But I do also hang out on Instagram. That's my main place. Awesome. Well, it's been such a joy. If there are any final words or heart messages that you didn't have the opportunity to share, is there anything you want to close us out with? No, not at all. You got everything. Come on, girl. So good, you guys. Thank you for being a part of the Fit and Faith podcast. This is in a very special episode with a very special human. I am endeared to call friend and can't wait to see you thrive and grow and just continue to shine your light so brightly for the kingdom. Thanks, Shannon. Thank you. The most powerful thing you can do to unlock your greatness and step into your next level of abundance is to get in the room with others who have been where you want to be and perhaps are going where you want to go. But oftentimes, we can put ourselves in the wrong room based on exterior vantage points. What they wear, where they go, what they do. When we know in our heart of hearts that we should be following people, standing along people who are aligned in true wealth. Stop feeling alone in the journey of growth as a business leader and an entrepreneur who loves God. Stop struggling to find the right answer when it's already been written. Stop giving up on the desires of your heart when God placed them there with intention. Stop standing in this lack mentality when your prosperity is critical for all of us in the kingdom. Come, find a seat at the table at the most impactful faith-driven business conference you will ever experience. Alongside ministry-driven marketplace leaders, you will evolve, unlock, and activate your next level. That just sounded like a video game. This is not the meta, okay? This is your IRL, your in real life chance to be in the room with some of the greatest kingdom entrepreneurs of our time. Founders, innovators, trailblazers who are God-centered are coming together to grow their business for God's sake. And that's an inside out job. You will leave this three-day intensive with action plans, new income strategies, fresh mentalities towards business and life integration, and a sense of freedom that will have others magnetized to what you are selling by the way you freshly and uniquely serve. It's happening on November 4th through the 6th, 2022 in Nashville, Tennessee, with a highlight VIP event on November 3rd. There are seats at the table for you, but they will go fast. It's a limited reservation. So get your tickets now at growforgod.com. Again, that's growforgod.com. 
I cannot wait to hug your neck. I cannot wait to see you there in person. I cannot wait for this energetic room to just light up the world because that's what we're going to do when we leave this conference. But you got to be in the room. IRL, let's go. Hey y'all, it's me again. Before you go, let's solidify the flame that was ignited within you today by sharing the spark with your own community. Whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, relationally, or spiritually, I would love for you to take the step right now by declaring your takeaway. Snap a pic of the episode and share it on your stories or posts, and you can tag me and the guest, and we will surely feature you on our Instas. Hey, you might even unlock a new accountability buddy in me or them. We're totally in this together and we appreciate the extra step taken. I would be so grateful if you even took the extra step. Come on, give me that extra sauce and leave a review on iTunes for the podcast listening app that is of your choice. I'm going to be featuring your thoughts, in fact, and this will be so fun in upcoming episodes. So you'll not only hear your name on the show, but maybe even your passion project or whatever big shout out you want me to make. So please, as a fellow writer, leave some words that I can attest to and I can't wait to read what you have to say. Thanks again for being a loyal listener and I hope to meet you in person soon at one of the events that we are speaking at or hosting. And I say we because the Fit and Fake team could not do this without you. Until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. This is the Fit and Faith Way. Do you want to better understand the Bible and give biblical answers to those who ask you about your faith? Hi, this is Perseus Poku, host of the Sound Reasoning Podcast Show. Listen to us weekly as we bring the truth often found in the ivory towers of seminary down to the steeple towers of the local church. Join me along with many of the nation's top theologians as we offer answers to life tough questions from an apologetic perspective. Subscribe to the show at lifeaudio.com.